BSPH 221 Lecture 9 Approaches to Health Promotion The Empowerment Approach Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Sitali. This lecture continues our discussion on approaches to health promotion and focuses on the empowerment approach. As we have seen in the last two lectures dealing with approaches to health promotion, every approach should be looked at in terms of a theoretical basis, the aim, method, and evaluation. We will have a look at um, the empowerment approach using this scheme and try and understand how the empowerment approach can address a practical solution. Remember, approaches to health promotion are all about helping a population to go and stay healthy because that is what health promotion is all about. Creating populations that are healthy by enabling people control the things that are determining their health. In the empowerment approach, the focus is enabling people to gain control of their lives to go on and stay healthy. Here, people therefore need to realize what sort of factors are concerning them in terms of their health. Furthermore, they need to realize that uh, addressing the things that are determining their health requires their input. Therefore, in the empowerment approach, as we'll see during this lecture, the focus of the, um, the participation in the, this approach is, um, is pushed up. Individuals or communities that are working for health need to be brought on board. And therefore, the empowerment approach is a bottom-up strategy. In this approach, the health promoter simply facilitates the attainment of health. Theoretical basis for the empowerment approach is that in this approach, health promotion seeks to work with the community to address the concerns that they have um, with regards to their social determinants of health to go on and create health. Therefore, health promotion in this uh, approach simply facilitates this process. It's important that you realize when you're looking at the empowerment approach that it's what the population or the community desire that is important here. You, as a health promoter, simply molds that desire into an action that will create health. The aim of the empowerment approach is to facilitate people's identification of their health concerns and gaining control of their lives by acquiring the necessary skills and confidence needed to act upon their concerns. Like I've been saying all along, in this approach, what the population desire is what is driving this approach forward. Therefore, we need to be aware as health promoters, number one, on how to go on to facilitate a population identifying what they require. How do you mobilize a population? How do you mobilize a community? How do you create this community to come up with one voice? How do you then make them control or address these concerns that they have into an action strategy that will create health for everyone in that community. That is what this empowerment approach is all about. When working with the empowerment approach, it is important to note a few things. For communities to be empowered, they first and foremost require to recognize and understand that they are powerless, that the situation or the status quo cannot be allowed to continue. They require an external force or external help to go on and address these concerns they have in as far as creating health is concerned. 
Secondly, this community you are requiring to empower needs to realize there's a need for change. And finally, they need to know that they are capable of being the agents for change. These three things are prerequisites for any community to be empowered. As we are working up a strategy to use this uh, empowerment approach for a community, ensure that these three things are obtaining before you go on to unroll your empowerment approach. Let's look at the methods of the empowerment approach. The empowerment approach uses a unique set of five methods to attain its goals. Number one, formal participation in decision making. Number two, community action. Number three, facilitating processes which equip. Number four, professional and community interface. Number five, strategic support. These are the methods that are unique to the empowerment approach. Now, if we use a practical example, a scenario where we have a community that has been afflicted by recurrent uh, diarrhea or waterborne diseases, and this community working with you has decided that the only way they are going to solve their problem is if they have access to clean water. Of particular interest is that this community has decided for every 10 households, there should be one boho. Every 10 households, there should be one boho. So if we're going to make that goal using these methods, this is how we go about it. Number one, formal participation in decision-making mechanism. As you might be aware, every community has channels through which decisions affecting the community go through. These are formal channels of decision-making or responsibility-taking governing a community. In a rural setup, for example, this could be things like your headman, your paramount chief, your district commissioner, your area member of parliament, and so forth, a councillor, a mayor, MP for urban populations, and so forth. Now, each one of those uh, people we've mentioned occupy positions of leadership within this community structure that entail that they make decisions that affect the people under them. So when you bring um, this problem of access to clean water, for example, we can engage these formal structures of decision-making and have them uh, pull on their resources to create this uh, structure for populations that we're, we're trying to address. That's what you do in formal participation in decision-making. Number two, community action. In addressing the empowerment approach, remember we said here it's the desires of the community that are important. Under community action, you the health promoter realizes that this community has resources that they can pull on, has inherent capacity therefore to be agents of solving their own problems. What you do in community action is to mobilize this community, to pull on their resources, so that they can go on to be the solutions to the problem themselves. So for the example that we are using, you could, for example, in working with this community, come up with a fund where the community starts putting money in this fund and from time they build, or they, they sink one boho after the other until every household has access to the clean water that they seek. And number three, facilitating processes which equip. Remember, in the empowerment approach, 
The people who are making the decisions are the community themselves. You are simply facilitating this process. So when you are facilitating this uh, uh, address of the problems the community is facing, you realize that there are some skills, for example, that you think this community would benefit from. Uh, for the example that we're using, um, access to clean water, maybe conservation methods of water protection, maybe clean water uh, sources. Uh, such a kind of information can enable this community make the most out of the little resources that they have. What of planning purposes? They want to sink boreholes, but do they know how many um, boreholes are required for this community and so forth? That's what you'd be bringing onto the table. You as a health promoter brings in nuggets of information that you think this community is going to benefit from and help them address the problem they are facing. Four, professional and community interface. And if you think about it, every problem that we face has professionals, people who are trained to be solvers of that problem. So under professional and community interface, what you do as a health promoter is you facilitate interaction of this community with the relevant professionals. So for the example that we're dealing with, um, water engineers, for example, country planners, uh, would be a brilliant idea to bring on board. Have them work with the community to design the water reticulation in this, this community. That's how you would in turn go on to create a population that is healthy. And finally, strategic support. In strategic support, what you are doing as a facilitator is looking through this community to identify programs that are already ongoing that you can ride on to address the problem this community is facing. For example, here we are, we're looking for resources to sink boreholes, to have access to clean water for this community. But in close inspection of this community, we find that in fact, there's already an NGO on board that is sinking boreholes for this community. They are addressing the problem that we're trying to address. Albeit they are addressing it at a snail's pace. So that um, maybe due to lack of resources, they are only able to do one boho every year. What you do on strategic support is come on board, engage that already ongoing program, increase its capacity so that it attains the goal much sooner. So that instead, for example, of sinking one boho every year, now working with you, it increases its capacity to maybe doing six or four boroughs every year. That way, the end goal of clean access or access to clean water and sanitation is attained that much more To conclude our discussion on the empowerment approach is evaluation. As always, evaluation comes in to tell us whether we have succeeded in uh, creating health promotion using this particular approach or not. Now remember, in principle, the evaluation point addresses the question which is raised in the uh, aim. Have we attained the aim of this approach? Now remember, in the empowerment approach, the aim was to help a community identify its concern, help them um, find ways of addressing this concern. Now, those are very vague concepts, so that it's very difficult, therefore, 
to understand whether we have helped this community identify their concern, we have helped them gain confidence to address this concern and so forth. It becomes a very difficult question to answer. So in addressing evaluation of the empowerment approach, we find ourselves in a scenario where the aim of this approach is not very easy to evaluate. But however, we still need a way of evaluating this approach because evaluation is the only strategy which tells us if this approach has succeeded or not. So how then do we go on to evaluate the empowerment approach? There are two useful ways we do it. We look at number one, the outcome evaluation, and number two, what look at what is called process evaluation. Now, outcome evaluation looks at the extent to which specific aims have been met. Remember, in our example we are using for clean water access to boho and so forth, the end point we are looking for was every household having access to clean water. So that's what we'll be asking under outcome evaluation. Of the 60,000 households, for example, in this community, how many households now can say they have access to clean water following our intervention? That gives you an idea of outcome evaluation and whether or not we have succeeded in attaining health promotion using this approach. Process evaluation. Under process evaluation, what we are examining here is the degree to which this group has gelled. Remember, in one of the aims of the empowerment approach was to help this community collectively make decisions, collectively identify the concerns they're having, collectively work out mechanisms or modalities to address these concerns. So under process evaluation, that's what we're examining. Is there anything since we started this approach to show that this community is now working together to address the problems they are facing? Have they, for example, started having community meetings? Have they engaged their leaders? Have they shared the resources that you have given? What you are looking for are signs to show that the community structure is unified in addressing this problem at hand. As we look to close this uh, lecture on empowerment approach, I leave you with uh, a practical exercise. Please um, go back, reflect on this uh, empowerment approach and uh, work out a solution to this question that is given here. I want you to define a pro health promotion problem that you want to address using the empowerment approach. Then describe your solution or your, yeah, your solution under the headings of theoretical background, aim, methods, and evaluation. During the tutorial this week, this will be our focus, to understand the various approaches to health promotion and how we apply these approaches to everyday situations or scenarios. That homework concludes our discussion on the empowerment approach. Thank you. That homework concludes our discussion on the